while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Statistician, do you? <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, uh, so the the debate. Tonto, get, get the analytical research up here. <laughs> now, Tonto, that sex offender is okay. It's the one over there you got to worry about. <laughs> the recidivism rates—they're right. stable. They're sky- <laughs> we can't be skyrocketing recidivism, right? <laughs> Nick still has on his Hodgson t-shirt from 1988, 1998. Well, so here's the thing. I didn't think, you know, and part of this is I think maybe it's because Nick's a nice guy, but I didn't think it behooved him to be as um, laudatory of Hodgson as he was. I agree. So I thought Nick did a very good job. Because I would say if I were Hodgson, well, you think I'm so great, then why are you running? Exactly, right? Thank you. I agree. I'm doing a great job. I'm a nice man. <laughs> right, right. I'm not I, the hardened fascist that the, my detractors say I am. No, that, that you, that, right, <laughs> right yeah. which is what you need to say to get the primary, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I thought Nick did a, did a nice job, um, despite everything I'm saying now, of presenting himself, and, and, he, and, he, and he listed all of his supporters. No, he's, you know, he's, he, yeah, right. And, that, and, he, and he, had a, he has a great spin on his, on his resume. Um, he, uh, I, I thought, I thought that was a great spin actually, cause he lost the governor's council primary in 2012. Right. When Haru got elected state rep. But that's not what I'm talking about. Though, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the part of the resume I'm talking about. Oh yeah. 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 Snow yeah. owl. Right. You know, you might be familiar with snow owl from the federal trial <laughs> that, that resulted in Jaisal Korea getting to move to New Hampshire. He's not living free or sto- but hopefully he doesn't die. He's in the federal prison free. Yeah. because Nick Bernie had testified against him. He did. You know, he also advised cooperation no. <laughs> on some legal matters. Now that's how he that's how he that's how he glossed over it, the snow owl thing. I thought that was good. Oh, it's fantastic. He's like, oh yeah, I was in house counsel for corporations. And again, if if Haru wanted to go neg actual negative, you would have hit him with that in the debate right Listen, there. He would have said it right there. So and I would have let him. So it would have been like, <laughs> I mean, that's what I wanted. No, it's exactly what <laughs> Marcus. I wanted people to cut it up a bit. When we, it was a good debate, it but was, it, it just I wanted some fireworks. Well, listen, I'll tell you what, though, Marcus, that debate is a debate that keeps on giving because yeah. it, it resulted in, in mailers, it resulted in press releases, it mm-hmm. resulted in anger, it resulted yeah. in, in a lot of callers at five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, what's, what's going Mike? on? How are you guys? Good, how are you? Hey, surviving. So let's look at this race as we would if we were strategizing helping one of the candidates. Sure. Uh, obviously, we have a large territory, the mm-hmm. whole Bristol County. 20, 20 cities have, and towns. 
we have four cities. One person is coming out of Fall River. One is coming out of Attleboro. And obviously we'll call uh, Tom coming out of New Bedford. Sure. That's open territory to any of the candidates that want to go. And you have the former police chief of a small town in the middle of, uh, we'll call it between Fall River and Taunton, but it's really closer to Fall River. It's not closer to Taunton. It's actually closest to Providence, but yeah. Probably, yeah, probably right. you're right. <laughs> right. Right, absolutely. Uh, because when I'm riding, to, when I'm going to Providence to see my doctors for my leg, I'm always happy when I get over that bridge because I know it's only a short distance after Absolutely, that. right. Then, Absolutely. Right. So to make a long story short, so you have the candidate that's coming out of Fall River has some pretty good backing. We yes. know some of the players. Some great backing. That are supporting him. Mm-hmm. The mayor of Attleboro already has a team in place. Yeah. And he, he and and the thing is with with what Haru has is he has a strategy that's worked for him many times over. Um, <clears throat> and look, and Mike, you've done a lot of campaigns. Think about this for a second. He did the debate here. He knew about a, what about two weeks ago they knew they were going to do the debate, right? Yeah. And um, yep. and so he had he had he knew what his issues were going to be. He played them out. He controlled the debate, you know, to the best a candidate can. And then he had a coordinated mailer for this audience, not for the entire district, no, but for, for, the, this for audience. the listening audience of this program. He did fifty thousand mailer, right? So okay, that's that's a that. real coordinated campaign. Yeah. So there was a mail. Yeah, the the mailer came out, and that's why Bernie and McNeil issued a joint statement is because they were upset about the mailer because the mailer draws distinctions between Haru and and Bernie and McNeil, and those those distinctions are I've won elections they haven't i run a i'm in a uh, you know i've i've ran a big budget they haven't right i have corrections experience they don't i didn't vote in a republican primary this one candidate did those are all the distinctions that he draws in his in his uh in his mailer and it's a really good mailer um and so they were upset about it and they released the joint statement so that now that mailer instead of it becoming use for us to talk about it now becomes a story that we right. can talk about right right absolutely so Getting back to, so you look at this, so now you've got a well-organized team up in Attleboro. Yeah. Tom, one, uh, in the past, has always ran very strong in all the towns because of his Republican backing and most of the suburbs yeah. uh, get yes. that Republican vote. Uh, what I'm thinking here, looking at this whole thing, is... Taunton, I think, plays kind of a key role in here because of its open territory to all the three candidates. Yeah. What I'm the only thing I'm a little apprehensive about to give uh, the mayor of Attleboro all this. Mike, you're breaking up. You're, you're breaking up on us, Mike. You're breaking up, Mike. I'm, I'm sorry. Is this better? Yeah, better. Yep. Okay, so my thing is, how good is the mayor in Fall River? How strong is he going to run down here in this area where Tom has been well-established for years? And if you look around New Bedford already and some of the surrounding towns, you can see he's blowing these guys off. I don't know up in Attleboro. I'll be going up there next month, but the election will probably be over, but I'll be going up there next month once school starts. But again, 
he, he the, you know, signs don't vote, but he's already got big signs on every major corner in New Bedford. Yeah. I, I just don't see, all I'm saying is I don't see these three candidates, any of them beating him. Well, well, the odds, the odds are in the odds are obviously in Hartson's favor. I, I think everybody would 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 admit that. But I think what we're looking at is who has the best chance at beating Hodgson. Who and has the best chance of winning this primary? Yeah, who? I mean, what does it matter if well, you don't win the primary? Yeah, yeah, and and it's like, but right. the primary is about who can beat Hodgson, right. and and if anybody right. can beat Hodgson, it's Mayor Haru, and it's not even close. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So the bottom line is, he is going to. I'm going to. I'm. Pretty much sure he's going to win that primary. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I. You know, it would be so a major, major upset to, if he didn't. So then it comes down to <clears throat> whose team is bigger, whose team can cover all this territory. And again, I'm going to have to give the check mark to Tom because he's done it multiple times. Yeah, I, I would say, Mike, that the, it really the odds do favor Tom Hodgson. Um, yes. He's been doing it for a long time. Money and, and people like him. Sure. There, was a, there was an independent poll that said his name recognition is through the roof. And the, the other right. guys, it costs so much money to get name recognition in yeah. Bristol County. is enormous. You said it from the beginning. Uh, and and just the ballot placement alone. I mean, it's and, and, you go, and you're now coming out of whoever wins a Democrat nomination is coming out with a very fractured... Um, title right in other words the other two candidates now hate him they hate him yep. they just they just they did, they did a press conference their version yeah calling the guy a liar right they told I mean, they accused him so, of abandoning his constituents right i mean it's it's, it's so a like, really amazing go ahead all because of what marcus did yeah, all right so i just want to end with this yes because i think this plays a key role too how much money are they going to spend to win that primary when Hodgson's can sit back and not tap into his uh, big bank account? Yeah, that's a big part of it. Uh, except, uh, right? Yeah. So I'll tell you one thing, uh, Mike, that that um, I thought Nick Bernie made a good point here. When Now, he may be wrong, but he said his, he was pretty confident there's enough Democrat money out there that he could be competitive if he got that's, the nomination, that's, right? That's what they said. They said money is going to come into the uh, is going to come into the, the, the this race. That's crystal ballism, right? It is. I mean, the reality is, Haru said, "Look, you got to raise the money now." You got to. And be even ready if that money it, comes right? in, you haven't even shown that you can yes. raise the money yet. Right. Right. So I would say that, and I would say this: if you, they're not, people don't throw away money. They don't. No. Just because they don't like Tom Hodgson, if you don't have a, a real chance of beating him, they're not going to give you the and money. And there are three open seats in statewide office this year. Right, vacuuming well, up that money. That's, that's the, there's going to be a ton of money going into those races. So, you know, I think it's, I think it's, I think, I think whoever wins, and I, I might say, I would say the odds on favorites are Haru right now from where I sit. Um, uh, yeah, I, but it is going to be an uphill slide against Hodgson, really. Is. Yeah, of course. Right, let me ask you guys one uh, last question. Do, uh, I don't know this. I know this area, uh, New Bedford. What are the state other state races looking like up in the Does Is there a lot of races going on? Up? Seats or well, he, you know, is it no, here's what Tom does not have in his favor. Here's what Tom Tom does not have in his favor. 
The that's top right. of the Republican ticket's very weak. I don't even know if we have a top of the ticket. That's that to is, be very honest. That, with you. That's the big. That's the big advantage that Haru would have is that is that the top of the ticket is more Healy, oh, right? And there's no Charlie Baker, and she's leading by like thirty or forty points, whatever. I yeah. mean, it, you know, right. there's no Charlie Baker on the ticket. There's no. This isn't a year with Joe Malone. And if it's Jeff Deal, that's even worse for him. Amore is great, but by then, you know, yeah. he'd be an afterthought. Yeah. Um, no, I hear you, gentlemen. So, listen, it's uh, thanks, always a Mike. pleasure to. It's always a pleasure to talk to you guys, and I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Thank you, Thank you very much. So um, that is one of the one of the um, I think a lot the of the issues that Democrats are going to have the other th- the other on thing, their favor is drag. I agree, and I think one of the I think another issue I think is in Haru's favor, and I know we're we're talking like we're assuming he's going to win the primary, but I've said the whole time I think he's the front runner. I, I think so. Yeah, he's got the money, he's got the titles, he's got the experience, but. But I think one of the things is I think Hodgson does well in those areas that we don't think about because we're down here, like Norton, Easton, right, oh, yeah. even Attleboro. And he's up there, and his name's in the paper up there. Dighton, right. Seekonk even. He's up in that area. His name's in the paper up there. So he's got name ID in those in those regions. So I think that can – I think that can uh, – Maybe counter counterbalance a little bit Tom's uh, Tom's uh, numbers up there. Well, um, we're going to find out. The uh, I think, but Marcus, do you see a pathway for either of the other two candidates now, if they just t- t- to beat Haru? I don't think so. I mean, so it, what would you do if you were managing one of the Haru campaigns? just hit tens of thousands of doors today? No, I get that, but it's a one time mailer. Yeah, but he can do another one. No, well, so that's got a, a lot good, of money. Got a lot of money, right? <laughs> He's got a lot of money. So, so if you were managing, um. George's campaign or a managing time, Nick Bernie's campaign. In a one-time mailer is better than a no-time mailer. Oh, I agree. No, no, no. I agree with you. And plus, it was time for, <laughs> it, to it coincide with, with what's going on right now. Right. And I know... Three that, hours of this non-stop. This, this debate, not for nothing, not only was on WBSM.com, it's going to hit another regional newsletter tomorrow. Right, right, right. So, right. so and, and it's going to be picked up by, by WPRO. The, yeah, that's the regional. No, right. I, I, exactly. You that's know, the regional newsletter. It's so, going to be picked up by WPRI in, in Providence. So the, um, but if I was managing Nick Bernie's campaign or uh, George McNeil's campaign, unless I was going to call it quits, which they're not going to, they clearly came out swinging today. You'd have to you have to figure out a new a new strategy, right? Because clearly play, being nice isn't the strategy, and you've got to figure out a way. It's just weak. It's just it's it's. I but there think, is a is there a stronger way to go? I think it's cra- I think it's craven to 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 sit here and say, well let's let's be civil in case Hodgson, just so we don't want to give Hodgson fodder. Well, and then immediately it, doing that. Not only is it craven, it's it's a big miscalculation because Haru clearly didn't agree with that. Yeah. Right. So, but if you if you're Nick Bernie tonight, right now, um. And you got your, your Tom Hodge and pajamas on, and um, and oh, you're you're uh, Chief McNeil, and you say, "I've got to start over again, basically, right? Yeah, I have to start with my messaging. I have to start with I now now recognize who my opponent is and who I have to get rid of. I have to and, beat Haru. And then what you, How do you beat Haru? So what you do is, okay, so uh, you get a crew together. You plan. Where do you get them? What? Where do you get them from? Listen, you get a crew together. You, you you execute a plan to rob a bank and get, <laughs> and get fifty thousand or so dollars, right? And then send out a mailer. <laughs> so it sounds like McNeil. You know, McNeil McNeil laughed off the twelve grand he's already contributed. Yeah. So 
My congratulations to him. He obviously is a good saver, and he doesn't mind spending his own money. And and um, Nick Bernie, he's, pol- he was a, he's a police uh, a police officer for thirty seven years. He's probably making close to a couple hundred grand as police chief. He's got a yeah. high pension, all that. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, he's got the money, right? And he clearly yeah. doesn't mind spending it. <clears throat> yeah. So, if I'm Nick Bernie today, thank God I'm not. Or if I was uh, Chief McNeil and their advisors, I would say, how do I? possibly beat Haru. Where do I go? Where do yeah. I go to find support? Right? Because this this thing that they did today doesn't help. Doesn't do it. No. Nope. It doesn't do it. It declares war. It does. But it doesn't kill Haru. Right. And it doesn't advance that campaign. It doesn't advance their campaign because it draws attention to the thing that they're mad about. Right. So they're not going to get the... In- no. <laughs> all right. So if you could get the endorsement of Mara Healy, they're not going to get it. But if no. they could, that would be a great... That would move them forward. Right? Well... What else is going on right now, right? They're not going to be able to tag on to any of the general election campaigns because those people don't need them, right? No. They're more inclined to go with a currently elected mayor. Yes. Right? Just to spend their time with. So where do you look around? Who has Haru, other than Tom Hodgson, got a problem with now? Where is there a reservoir of political campaigns going on right now that possibly... You and, how can that, and how can you use that and metastasize it into a campaign strategy for the next two weeks? Right. Right? Because it's, it's a primary September 6th. So how do you get involved in a get-out-the-vote campaign for the primary? Which is all that matters. You, all right. So. The only place to go is Quinn. The only place to go huh. is Quinn. Because the same group of radicals. That, 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 are, that are carrying Haru, as he, as he talked about it. Those are his biggest supporters. He told you that when you asked him. Yeah, Who are your biggest I, yeah, supporters? Radicals. I would say reformists, but radicals is, is another way of categorizing Coalition of Social Justice. The the uh, Rafael Pizarro, right? Well, Mar- Marlene and the... Marlene the, the, the Bristol County Correctional Justice... Uh, the Bristol County, Bristol County for Correctional Justice. Former members of the Weather Underground. Dan Gilbart, people like that. The... Um, they are also running, a, helping to run the campaign of Shannon um, McMahon, who's running as a reformist DA okay. against John Quinn, against Tom Quinn. So, if I was Chief McNeil, I would get fully behind John Quinn, uh, uh, Tom Quinn, and try to latch onto that campaign and say, "Look, let's work together till the primary, right?" Because that's all Quinn's election. Well, why would the Tom primary. Quinn care? Well, what incentive does he have to care about the coalition of social justice? No, about Haru. Well, those are his supporters. He's already going to win. What I'm saying is that his supporters are her. His supporters or the supporters of his opponent are Haru's supporters. I I get that. That's like this is like. Listen, I'm trying to say Monday morning. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hail Mary. You're looking around. You're saying, where do I find a reservoir of support going in the same direction? Right. Hail Mary, but you're you're down two scores and there's ten seconds left. There you go. <laughs> no, but that's the, the thing. That's, but you're a Patriots fan. Hail Mary. So you're games you're down two scores, so you need an onside kick too. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you need an onside kick. So, so, so the game. It's it's just. Is Bernie the guy who to put that together? Bernie has got a lot of people around him. He's got a lot of people around him, and he's he's won. He he's not won. He's run a campaign that's at least been close to being successful. Right. Which like I thought that was actually a pretty decent point that he ran a a, a governor's council campaign. The governor's council district is enormous. From, enormous. It's from Seekonk to P Town. Right. Right. And so he said there was a thirty-seven vote difference between him and the guy in the Democratic primary. Amazing. It's which is incredible. Really incredible. Really. It, it is. It's devastating. Um. Because he would he would be there right now. He wouldn't be here. 
But um, so he's he's got some experience organizing a campaign. McNeil hasn't. So if anybody's going to do it and has the connections to do it, it's definitely him. Right. But if we're saying like, oh, you've got to latch on to this uh, D.A. candidate, that D.A. candidate has no reason to tread water right now. Right. He's right. got no reason to do it. So if you're if you're the only reason is that he may not want to see Haru and the Coalition of Social Justice advance to their strength. Um, that they're trying to come in. Think about it. It's, it's a pretty, pretty bold strategy that, that um, Rafael Pizarro and Marlene Pollock and Dan Gilbert have put together. Audacious, but still ambitious. Well, it's, I working like it. for, it's working for Haru. I right? like it. Yeah, I like they've it. done a good job. I like it as a political yeah. campaign. They're, they're trying to get both the DA's office and the sheriff's office. Yeah. Right? It's, it's an amazing thing that's going on right now. And it's it's kind of was going under the radar for a while, yeah. Uh, but now it's all out in the open that um, you have the coalition social justice and all that that brings with it, trying to get the sheriff's office and the DA's office. It's a it's a it's it's an organization that's definitely it's helped win races and it's going to help win this primary. They're going to help win this primary, um, and it's not going to work in the it's not going to work in the DA's race. But um, we hope not. Well, listen. I mean, we we're we're getting Tom Quinn ads here every hour. Right. Uh, I'm seeing his signs everywhere. I can't turn down a street without seeing his sign. Right. Uh, I was at the feast, and there was at the parking lot I was working at. There was a big sign right there. What's uh, amazing is when I was in the feast parade, there was massive signs all down the street, and there's people holding signs. As Barry Sylvia said, the closest guy who ever come to Tom Hodgson. Um, was John Quinn. Yeah. And John Quinn is a wealth of knowledge. And it's unfortunate for Haru that he, that, that he did that he sided with Marlene Pollock and it's that not crowd, even as sided. opposed it's to a, uh, D.A. Quinn because I think he could have brought John's machine No, over. so here's the thing. It's not he sided with this person or sided with that person. They they picked him to run. Well, that, well, that's very interesting. They recruited they, him. They asked him to run. And that was, I think, the right move. Um, I think they made the right decision to ask him to run because... He he um he's got the first of all he's got the experience uh winning campaigns he's got corrections experience <laughs> you know nobody cares about nobody that. cares but but he's but but a day, but he's but, got political skills okay but he's got he's got political skills and he's got corrections experience and they care about corrections experience and and uh, they care they, about someone who's going to do what they tell they them care about do. corrections experience because they they want things to change at the jail so they care about it Right. So, so, that's so, so, do you think that that Haru will give them what they want at the jail? Not give them what they want, but I think, I think he'll make changes that they I want. I think they, I think that, yeah. Well, he'll make changes that they want. Not, yes. That's why they picked him. Not at his, but, but, but make changes that they want is their platform. His platform aligns with what they what want. What they want, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, not. It's not like taking orders. No, I don't say that. Okay, okay. No, I don't think he's going to take orders from him. But, but it's nice to you know. But he was handpicked by the Coalition of Social Justice and Rafael Pizarro to be the candidate for their platform, and so should he win, that's who the show. I've heard much be. from Rafael. I've, I, you know, I've, I've talked well, to Marlene a lot. Working though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I spent to, he was in Nicaragua, so there was a little bit of was time. He, I was talking. I mean, I, I think um, I think Marlene Pollock really spearheaded this, and again, it's it's working. They're they're gonna. He's clearly gonna win the Democratic nomination. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is, if you're one of those other candidates, I think that if you looked around. The only place you might be able to find some some support for election day, get out the vote, things like that, is you're going to have to go. If you could, if you can get it, is try to try to dovetail with a Quinn campaign. Yeah, and that's not going to work. <laughs> um, I tell work. you what, it's not gonna work. if if um the get out the vote stuff to get your people to the polls, 
That's what this whole comes he's down got to. His, he's got his own thing to do. He, Tom he put another phone call into Tom, Tom Quinn's taking his campaign very seriously. Oh, I agree. So Believe why would he? So what? Believe me. Right. So why would he tread water with somebody else that's 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 losing? It doesn't make any sense. I know what you're saying. Oh yeah, but no, it, but I don't if, think I don't think he's looking around for someone. I'm saying if you're those guys, yeah, yeah. Do if, you have something that you can bring to the table that helps the Quinn campaign? Um, and maybe, no. maybe they, not, not that they need it. I guess <laughs> no. that's not the. I guess that's the right way to put it. <laughs> no. Not that they need. Unless you it. rob that bank. Not that they need it, right? But the, and he doesn't even need that. No, he doesn't even, he wouldn't he doesn't have, even need money. Yeah, he's got plenty of money. The yeah. um, the and he's got a beautiful name. And he's got a great record. Um, but I'm just saying, I I think it's a very unique strategy that you got Haru and you've got um, McMahon running for DA and sheriff and and um, you've got Quinn out there on his own. So it's a very unique strategy. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Fourteen twenty WB. In this world appear and break the laws that they should fear and frighten all who see the Don't play Batman. We know what happens when we play Batman. Roar of thunder. Well, in the undertone, you play Batman. We know what happens. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, man. That, that was. The Lone I Ranger. hope that happens again. Actually, we're trying. So we are. So, Marcus, the um, I thought there was a lot of good clips that came out of the debate. Though, right? Unleash the dog of wonder. So, if anyone missed the the missed missed the full debate, you, you can, can hear it. It's in podcast. It's a podcast. Yep, you can hear it. And um, I really think it's worth your time because, as as some of our callers have said, well, this is going to be a major race. Well, so and and here's the thing, and we are. This is a this is a digital exclusive episode, and um, it's to promote our digital content. And it's clear that our digital content is being very well interacted with. Absolutely. And so um, you can find our podcast on wbsm.com under the podcast section. Anywhere where podcasts are offered, Apple, Spotify, Podbean. You can find South Coast tonight. So go check it out if you haven't yet. The <clears throat> the August seventeenth episode every hour. Uh, is documented, so it's not even like oh, you got this two-hour like you know some some radio programs that don't exist because it's the only one that exists. But some radio programs, if they did exist, have their whole show and it's like a three-hour thing. We have all of our shows segmented into hours, so you can check out what you want, but you should just listen to the whole thing anyway. But but it is, it, 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 it's it's bite-sized. You can you can get through it in an hour, and it's very good. And you can get, and if you miss something, yeah, um, you did miss it. You should you, listen. You should go back and listen to it. You should in your in your free time listen to me because that's what I do. I listen to me in my free time. <laughs> so it's the only way to get better. The only, the, um, it is. It is. And, yeah. and, and um, plus, it's fun. But it's fun. But Marcus, the um, the debate pieces that we had the other night, the um, you 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 spotted out some some real good clips uh, of yeah, the debate, I did. right? I that, did. That, that, um, if people missed it, missed it, maybe we can refresh their memory with it. Yeah, let's clips. actually. Yeah, you know, because because there was so the first segment, which. Uh, this was your idea. Have them ask each other questions, right. right? And they did ask each other questions. I asked a couple of questions, and those questions were mostly setup questions to try to get them after each other, and that didn't work. So, what we did was what we did was in the second uh, hour of the program, we had the audience call in and ask questions. Yes. And the phone lines were full the entire time, and they didn't disappoint. And they oh god, they did not disappoint. 
They did not disappoint. Hold on. It's anyway. one thing I love about talk radio, the callers, right? 508-996-0500. Don't disappoint. Give us a call. You I'd should. I'd love to hear what your opinion is of this. And actually, the callers have been really good and spot on tonight on this. Right. Weekends I agree. And no call. So that's, uh, that's some ads. I know. Mayor Paul Haru on at five zero eight. I know. I'm fast forwarding this. Tim thinks he yep. should be elected Bristol County Sheriff when he was. Hold on, let's go. Back. You're live with the candidates for Bristol County Sheriff. Here we go. Hi, how are you? Good. I have a question for George McNeil on how. What makes him think he should be elected Bristol County Sheriff when he was terminated and fired from the town of Somerset as a police oh. chief? I know he's going to say he retired, but last July, the Board of Selectmen voted unanimously to not renew his contract and cut it short. So, therefore, he was terminated. He's not being truthful to the people of Bristol County that his contract was terminated, causing him to go into retirement. So, essentially, he was fired as police chief. And why should he go on? And second, why should the people of Somerset trust him who he, when he has used and abused his powers as police chief against people who didn't support him as police chief and also to retaliate against candidates who ran against his girlfriend for the Somerset That's School a committee. serious Okay, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Serious charges there, Chief McNeil. And so, Marcus, I want to ask you. You're sitting in the room with him and that call that comes in. We have no idea what people are going to say when they call in. And yeah. um, what was the reaction on his face? Um... He was kind of like, oh, God. He knew the guy. Okay. Right? And so he was kind of like, oh, this guy. So, all right. You know, so that's, that was... It was not unexpected. Um, I think it, you know, it's not something he... I don't think he necessarily expected it okay. or... But he was he was just like, that's what it was. It was like, oh, this guy. You know, like that's... He recognized the voice of the caller. And then he had... He responded, I think, in a way that was pretty good. He, I he thought had, so. He'd, he'd framed it, he'd phrased it in a way to say he was the victim of what is, what is, we know to be a very politically fraught environment. So, Marcus, I thought... But again, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Right. Don't lay stuff with the game, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but, Marcus, I'll tell you what. I did think the guy handled the... I don't know the guy. I don't know McNeil at all. Um, and I really, I just know over there is a, it's a viper's den, right? They've had a lot of problems over there politically. Mm -hmm. Um and I don't know how the hell you defend yourself from, from that charge, right? Because what he said is, that's not true. They cut my short, my contract short. I didn't get renewed. I didn't get fired, right? But it's like like uh, LBJ, you say. I just want to hear him deny it, right? I mean, <laughs> call, I mean, him the, right? call him a... Yes, you can't say it. <laughs> I wish I could. Yeah, well, Call him a person who engages... You might as well say it now. Call him a... Right? Maybe. Can I? Can I say it now? I don't want to know because... If you can't, we're screwed. Well, then I'll just that. <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> Call them a person uh, that ha that engages in coital activities with pigs. Yes. Right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You have, you, all of our listeners are running to the dictionary. So yeah, your your mom cut that part of the dictionary already. And then uh, so, yeah, <laughs> the um, so they call up they ask that on you know i don't know what happened i really don't and um and i haven't looked into the india india situation over there but no nah, i'm not it's, gonna i'm it, not gonna look into it it's brutal right it's a brutal <laughs> question oh, somerset right, it's, right. where <laughs> what, what somerset i i do nothing to do with rhode island listen politics, to jess right you'll she'll tell you about somerset. i have no idea about rhode island politics right yeah i'll, I'll call c Anson somerset I, that's right? in england right yeah right, right. Yeah, yeah yeah it was buddy c Anson, chuck <laughs> so so um i would um 
So the, um, but the reality of it is, it's, it's I used to brutal. call it Scummerset. You did, you did. Yeah, it's brutal. It's a brutal question, right? Yeah. And obviously, he doesn't work there anymore. And he, he didn't leave on his own volition. But he, um, I don't know how you would defend against that anyway, right? And what I'm saying is, I thought he handled the question pretty well. Yeah. No, I. Uh, but it's I, out there. What? But the fact is, it's out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. even though he was able to handle it. It still puts a doubt in people's minds. And he was asked it more than once. Yes. He got ca- another call who accused him of basically the same thing. Do you have of, it? Of being a... Uh, yeah, well, I'll have to I'll have to sift through my timestamp so I can't yes. get it right now. And- Not to pile on, but just... It, it's a fascinating thing because, as you said, he knew the guy. He knew right? the guy. And I, I, think, well, I think the female caller... There was another. There was another female caller who I'm pretty sure is a former member of the select board. Okay. Who called in was very nice, actually. Very nice. I, I enjoyed that kind of like energy, actually. Very nice. But had said that caller is you know basically a curmudgeon, right? right? For right. for better force. But I got other. I got messages on the app chat saying the same thing. That's the pro. And I didn't read them because that, that question already been asked twice. Right. But it was the it was the same thing. It was the right. same thing. So I mean, he he like I said he. He might have just been a victim of a politically fraught environment in yes. Somerset because it, it's gotten pretty nasty over there over the years. But uh, they have a three-man board, I think, right? Three-person board. And at the time he got uh, he got his contract not renewed. It was a two-person board because one person had retired uh, had resigned. It's very difficult to survive in that environment. But again, if you can't take like that caller said, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. If you can't win those, if you couldn't win your town's uh, people over, right? Because they. Probably ran on that, right? If you can't get your win your townspeople over, then how are you going to win the county over? Generally, in my experience, even if it isn't his fault, like even if he's not a bad guy, he couldn't convince them. Generally, in my experience, the best politicians, in the best sense of the word, are the chiefs of police in these towns. Okay, mm-hmm. that they have a tremendous amount of influence over the community. Yeah, and if they lose it, that's and their they're own typically fault. held in high esteem. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? I mean, you. It's not. How do I say this? The Board of Selectmen, in my opinion, generally lives and dies at the whim of the chief of police. And not the whim. I shouldn't say it that way. But if the chief of police says, eh, I really can't work with that guy or that gal on the Board of Selectmen, they're gone the next year. Right. Right? I mean, that's the realities in small towns. Um, and having been on, all the way around on those things. So if you lose the community when you're the chief of police, um, you lost it. Yeah, you know, um, that's my experience. It yeah. doesn't mean that's what happened to and George, it's, and it's not an indictment of him as a person, but no. it's, it is as a communicator, right? Right, and that's this what that's and a what leader. This, yeah, and that's what this campaign's going to be about: is can you communicate? Uh, because Sheriff Hodgson is a fantastically skilled communicator. But let's be honest, Marcus. Behind the scenes, we've heard all kinds of vicious attacks on the man. Yes. Not, I would never repeat it on the air because no. I can't qualify it and I don't operate that way. Yeah, but there are a lot of people chirping in our ear. Yeah, about that. If if I was interested in, let's say, making a big story on it, right, I could, right, and it'd be devastating, right, right. But I'm not, no, because one, I don't, I, I really don't think he's a bad guy. No, I don't either. And and two, um, he's certainly qualified for the job. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. And two, um, and two, it's you know, like, hey, it doesn't matter. It's not like he was business partners with Jaisal Correa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> By the way, is he a cop anywhere these days? <laughs> what? J- Not Jaisal. No, he's a prisoner. He's an inmate. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, George uh, McNeil. No, he's a uh, he consults with um, 
uh, he consults with police departments to get them accredited. So he can't arrest me. He cannot. For staggering. <laughs> for my for my new walking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> walking while crippled. The um J, uh, Jay Caning. Right. There you go. It's not Jay Walking, Jay Caning. Jay Caning. Right. But um, but no, I thought he did a pretty good job. But but it's very difficult to, to he could clearly handle the attacks, right? Um, but I thought he really fluffed that sex offender question. He got sucked into, but he was honest with about his opinion, right? Yeah. But that was Bernie who did it to him. Mm-hmm. But yet he fell for Bernie's trick to sign that letter with him. Bernie, Bernie Aurelius should be known as Geppetto. I mean, he's the puppet master. <laughs> Maybe that's because he played with a Tom Hodgson puppet growing up. I don't know. I don't know. Marcus, I don't know, Marcus. <laughs> oh, man. Time for the Lone Ranger Instead thing. Of trying- <laughs> I like the underdog. Underdog. I do, too. They are all underdogs. In the world of Tom Hodgson. Well, they're all underdogs, but again, there's just, you know, who's better than who's better than the rest? We've made it clear there's there's one candidate that's better than the rest. But yeah, of course, the odds are on the well-financed, long-tenured incumbent, that's always going to be the case. I wonder if Maya Haru would designate one of the other two as Tonto, like his sidekick, and take him on the road with him. With a mighty like high O silver. It's Bucky Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> mighty yeah. high O silver. Hey, we didn't talk about Spider-Man. So, Marcus, today I was listening to The Scanner. It was a busy day uh, for The Scanner. It wasn't New Bedford. I was listening to the Mattapoise at Fairhaven, a Cushnet Scanner, because we had that big chase in the morning. Um, and before the fire, Marcus. I caught those guys. There, you did. Yeah. Uh, speaking of underdog. There was a... Um, an amazing story that happened today. So I'm listening to the scanner, trying to get an update update on the um, the escape thieves, alleged thieves, which we have a story about at WBSM.com. Massive chase going on in Mattapoise, Fairhaven police involved, everyone involved. And all of a sudden, there's a report that goes over the scanner. Alden Road, as an elderly man dressed as Spider-Man, hitchhiking <laughs> with with a Spider-Man doll. Incredible. Which I don't know if that was his ID. I don't know, but you know, this, this is me. This you, is me. You know this guy. I'm <laughs> right, this guy. Right. Right. And <laughs> and then turns out he was a tr- he'd come over from New Bedford, and um, I actually I know his name because I gave him out of the scanner, and I've actually did a little research, and um, I'm not going to put it out over the air, but I can tell you that <laughs> his name. I apparently he has Spider-Man like strength, um, oh. superhuman like strength, and he's quite a swimmer too. And um, he um, is uh, quite a character. So he was in Fairhaven hitchhiking as Spider-Man. So if you saw Spider-Man today, that wasn't an acid was, flashback. That was really what was happening. He was out of web fluid. Going. <laughs> he was walking down all the road. He was out of web fluid. He couldn't, he couldn't get home. He couldn't get home. He couldn't get home. Well, there's no buildings for him to latch onto, too. So he was, he was, in, he was in dire straits. So the Fairhaven police were nice enough to give him a ride home. That's not, that's good. Fame, well, they worked together a lot. They wanted him out of time. Well, they worked. They worked together. They a do lot. work together. They worked together a lot. It was professional courtesy. Because at first, it's you know his relationship with the police was kind of dicey. They weren't sure about him, and you know the police don't have any reason to 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 trust a, a vigilante. They want to. They're the professionals. They want to do the job themselves. But I think he's won them over with his with his heroism. And he had a COVID compliant mask on. So I mean, really, it's all safe. I, right? I mean, yeah, just it's all safe. Yeah. So so it was really professional courtesy, Fahaven. 
those superheroes in Fairhaven took this superhero back to New Bedford. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. There's definitely a few goblins in uh, in New Bedford. I was trying to think of the... He could, he could, uh, he could ward off. Who's his arch villain? Strength. The Green Goblin. Green Goblin? Yes. I thought it was an octopus guy, too. So, so, so there's two, basically two. One of them is the Green Goblin, Norman Osborn. The other one is uh, Dr. Otto Octavius, or Doc Ogg. Uh, those are his two arch villains, but I really think the Green Goblin is his biggest villain. Yeah, can a, can a villain really have a PhD? Can a, well, they both do. So Norman Osborn has a PhD, uh, and so does Dr. Octavius. They both they were both doctors. They're both scientists. Right. That's how they got their powers. Is a is a mishap in their uh, in their scientific ventures. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to go on um, on the record. I read a say, lot of comic books. Say, say our <laughs> Spider Man doesn't have a PhD. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening. Hello. Hey. Yeah. Hi. I, I I'm sorry. I, I wasn't paying attention to what you were talking about, but I have a question. I was barely uh, paying attention too. <laughs> What's up? It, is there uh, and nothing? The hell with the Green Goblin. Nothing beats the Green Lantern. The Green Lantern is but, the greatest superhero. But I have a question. Uh, the the signature drive for the uh, uh, for the illegal uh, aliens uh, getting licenses. Yes, that's still in effect, is it not? So I believe they they successfully got enough signatures. They put the, they put the they put the forty thousand and change in front of Bill Galvin uh, this week, and they said they're getting more. Um, before the August 24th deadline. I think the Herald well, did an editorial congratulating them. Of course they did. Well, uh, you can't congratulate them yet if 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 Bill Galvin is going to be in the final uh, decision maker. <laughs> the arbitrator. And, and Bill Galvin's got a primary on September 6th. I wonder. I wonder. Well, you always wonder. <laughs> yeah. They don't call him the Prince of Darkness for nothing. Do they? Yes. Well, but my question... Is is there a schedule for for local appearances for these for gathering the signatures at, at supermarkets around here? I uh, uh, you know I buy food. I go to supermarkets. I've never seen anyone around here with, with you know. With, there was well, some I'm not in Dartmouth. Promote this. There was you some might. in Dartmouth. I do know because, but I will tell you this: um, our anemic local Republicans did nothing for it really. Um, we did have one in Dartmouth, because Dartmouth has a pretty active committee. But I did see on Twitter that there was one in Dartmouth. Um, I think Barry Richard might have announced it at one point, that there was one in Dartmouth. But other than that, I haven't seen him. Well, my whole thing is, if, if, if I wanted to sign a petition, how would I go about doing it? Where would I go? And uh, on what day and what time? Or can I do it to via online or, or, or something like that. So I believe that if you call the Republican State Committee, they will um, send you a petition. They'll mail you one uh, of your very own, which you could take around to get signatures or just your own. No, I'm just talking about me signing it myself. Uh, uh, you could, I guess you could, right? Download it and sign it. Yeah, you could download a copy, Bill, um, or um, and uh, send it out send it back to the Republican State Committee and they'll put it in for you. Um, as far as you know, there's nothing around here. Uh, uh, they don't even have one day or, or well, two did. hours. Well, they did in Dartmouth. but well, yeah, there, was one, but there was one in Fairhaven, too, I think. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, but where they're getting towards the end here, you'd think they'd have one last push. Because uh, I'd hate to, uh, 
Well, had I known you were going to call and ask this question, I would have prepared for it. But I can't tell you right now. But um, I would not have prepared for it. I, I would have prepared for it. Because um, I would like to see the illegal aliens try no, to stop I, I, you physically. I know the patriotic American would have prepared for it. The communists would not have. That's uh, true. It's but, very true. But I, but I figure with there's two of you on there, I might get an, you know, an honest answer from one of you. The... Uh, Unfortunately, you put your money on my side of the table. (laughs) (laughs) I can look it up, though. I can look and try to get one. But I'm just wondering if there's a site you can go to for a schedule or of where they're going to be. And I don't know. It it just seems to me if you have people out there that massgop.com will have would have that. Um, Massgop.com. Grand old party. The um, they would they would have the best they would be the best source, yeah. Um, for for the schedule on that, and if not, they have a link to it. Okay, but uh, enjoy enjoy listening to you guys. Uh, it's 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 quite good. Uh, it's usually <laughs> Thank you. lively. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Thank, Thank you very sir. much. I appreciate that. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, what's, what's up, Sam? Sam? How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. So, uh, Chris, I uh, I was listening to the scanner at the same time, and um, <laughs> I heard that Spider-Man was in town to attend the webinar. Uh, <laughs> but, um, not yeah. bad, not bad. Not bad, not solid. It was a busy day, though, wasn't it? Incredible. It was, yeah. That fire was just incredible. You know, I, I, I was listening, and then, you know, it was like the one alarm, and then they, the, one of the first on scene um, said... I don't know who you're going to call, but get anybody you can from the surrounding towns up here and, and get started on laying lines. So it was kind I, of- I know people that were at Ned's Point that got stuck there. So my, my godfather lives at Ned's Point, he and his wife, okay. and they, they also have a place in Boston. So as soon as I heard about it, and again, I normally wouldn't have had that scanner on. So mm. I called my godfather because I didn't know where he was. Well, first I texted him. And... Um, he, um, then I called his brother who's in Fairhaven and, um, mm-hmm. I texted him cause I didn't get a response from me. He says, he said, I called, I'm not getting an answer. He said, I'm heading over there now. Right. So I, um, then I got through to my cousin, my godfather a few minutes later and he said, Chris, he, I said, I said, where are you? Right. For the first thing out of my mouth was, where are you? And he said, I'm in my yard. I said, well, no, I know, but are you mad at poison or, or where are you? And I didn't even know if he's in the country. And he said, he said, I was, no, really, they travel a lot. He's retired now. So my, he yeah. said, he said, I was in the yard. He goes, oh, geez, explosion started going off. I mean, he's right down the... He's yeah, running, right there. He's right there on Ned's Point yeah. Road. And uh, he said, the, one explosion after another after another. And he's, he's got a good relationship with a lot of those employees down there. And he says, you know, look, Chris, I'm really upset right now about... We don't even know what's going on, right? I mean, they're right there. They can see how the ambulance is going by, yeah. the, the, you know. And as you know, Sam, if you were listening to the whole thing through, and I was, yeah. they were stacking up ambulances because they oh, didn't yeah. know what they were dealing with. Yeah. I heard them call... Where was it? Oh, it was... It was beyond Plymouth. It was Carver. somewhere out that way. Um, no, it was even further. It was it was pretty far away. They were asking for uh, an ambulance, and because it, it happened to come in on one of those um, like intercity, intercounty uh, channels, which you, you very seldom ever hear anybody talk on. Right. Uh, but the scanner I have has got a whole database of everything that's out there. So it just happened to uh, I just left it open wide and um, was getting a lot of strange things from distances away where they were trying to cover. You know, a lot of times what they do is, I guess, they bring different towns in and they cover the, uh, you know, the stations. Right. So that right. the firefighters can be on scene and they just come in.
come into town as backup calls in case you know there's calls in the town that they can handle. So we have all. You know, at that point, right around the Spider-Man guy, they um, they were already behind on ambulances. They were using mutual aid in New Bedford already. They had Marion have to go to a New Bedford call. So what's what's interesting, Sam, is they uh, and we're going to go to a break here, but uh, but but, uh, give us a call back because I'd like to I'd like to continue this conversation with you. I thought today was an incredible day, and and the men and women of the fire departments and the police departments really earned their money today. We'll be right back. We're going to take a break. Call back, Sam. Fourteen twenty WB.